Hello, and welcome back to She Inspired, a podcast about sharing the stories of women who are following our inspiration in the hopes of inspiring and guiding other women to do the same. I'm Lorna Morin, and I believe too often we ignore our inner voice, the all-knowing guidance system within each of us who knows the divine purpose for which we are called in this life and who always wants what's best for us. As a result, we can end up in careers or relationships which are unaligned with who we really are and what we really want. This belief is born from my own experience, dismantling the life I spent 20 years creating because I realized the uneasiness I felt in life was the result of not living in alignment professionally, personally, and spiritually. For me, this meant walking away from a 15-year career in the public service to launch an online business and leaving an 18-year relationship to live as a single woman and co-parent to three lovely kids. I believe my intended purpose is to use my powers of connection to light the spark, to share the stories of women seeking and finding alignment in service to the awakening of all women. That is what She Inspired is all about. Ursula Papiolik Goldfinger has always had a strong sense of intuition. She's always felt and seen things others don't. These visions and sensations began in her childhood and they scared her. She describes how she wanted nothing to do with this special ability until a few years ago when a series of traumatic events, including the sudden death of her beloved cousin, made her curious about what happens after physical death. As she navigated the months following her cousin's death, I was really moved by Ursula's description of the process she used for calling in guidance from the universe on how to move forward. Powerful. Ursula has embraced her gift and is using it to heal herself and serve others through her business as an energy and empowerment leader. To learn more about Ursula and her work, connect with her on Instagram at apopofgold or email her at apopofgold at gmail.com. I reached Ursula at her home in Toronto. Hello, Ursula. Welcome to She Inspired. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Me too. Me too. And, you know, I wanted to say to you the first time that uh, you sat me down and told me about your work as an artist and an energy and empowerment leader, I was like, wow. (laughs) I'd never heard of anyone doing this kind of work before. Uh, I didn't know there were people out there coaching and guiding others in this way. And I just remember having lots of questions. You might remember too, <laughs> because my, my memory is I just like peppered you with questions during our entire lunch together. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> and, and, you know, gosh, now that I think about it, that was almost a year ago, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yes, it was. It was. Look how much you changed. I know, right? Oh my gosh. We're going to talk all about it. Um, and as you, as you know, I'm also, I'm as fascinated, I should say, I'm as fascinated with our journeys as women following our inspiration as I am with the destination, you know, where we ultimately end up. And so before we begin talking about this very special work that you do as a result of, you know, connecting with your inner guidance and your unique gifts, I'd like to just first start by talking a little bit more about how you came to be standing here in this moment. Um, and I know for you, this 
really all begins at a really challenging moment in your life, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, you know how some people need nudges um, to be like to change or change direction and just kind of get back into our sole purpose and what we need to do. I guess in my case, I needed like big time shoves um, for everything to explode in my life to be like, okay, I'm here. I'm listening. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's yeah. a whisper and sometimes it's a sledgehammer, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And, and it all depends on the person. People are sometimes really good with those little nudges where they're like, okay, yeah, absolutely. I'm going to change the direction. Um, I'm good with that. But I think fear comes into play a lot of the times where you're like, oh, but I'll do this when X, Y, and Z happens and then I'll go for it. Mm-hmm. You know, and, um, I think I wouldn't be where I am if um, all these events didn't happen in my life consecutively all at once for me to be like, okay, I need to listen now. Something's happening. I need to change. And for me, um, and we spoke briefly about this, but for me, it started with, I had my son, I was a new mom. Um, I experienced challenges to get pregnant. So there was that experience on its own coming in. And then I was so excited because my cousin was um, pregnant at the same time with me and she was just two months behind me. Mm -hmm. Um, And then in April, um, everything happened at once where she was killed. Um, It was sudden. I could not comprehend it. I couldn't let it go. Uh, I was angry. There was a lot of emotions that came through. At the same time, I wasn't doing well physically. My son wasn't doing well physically. Um, I was averaging three to four hours of sleep a night, not consecutively. And then on top of it all, literally after she was killed, I lost my job. And it was like, kaboom! And I was just like, what I could like I couldn't I didn't even know what direction to go or what to feel and so the first thing happened was I went numb I just went and the first thing was like okay I need to be a good mom so it's like as if I put on a show for not put on a show maybe that's not the right word but um like a like a facade almost like a yeah I wanted to be the mom for my son and I'm like I want to be the happy mom I don't want to be crying in front of him Mm. I don't want all this sadness around him so I was like I would be the happy mom around him my husband would come home I would break down pull myself together and then spend the night up with him because he wasn't well and it was like routine and then obviously that's not good so that fell apart again went into a different route of postpartum depression because I wasn't dealing with any of these emotions of everything, all this loss all at once. And um, yeah, and then simultaneously losing, if like not only my cousin's death, but also there was so many in the last two years, so many deaths of young people in my life where I was consistently being questioned about life. Where am I going? What am I doing? And so- was the initial like boom (laughs) this journey oh my goodness 
Ursula, like, I just want to take a moment because, so this was, and this was not that long ago, right? This is about two and a half years ago. It's, it's April of yeah. 2018. Yeah. That all mm-hmm. of this happens. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and so you've got, again, you've got a newborn, you are, and who's not, um, as you described, not doing well, um, uh, in some ways. And is one of the ways it's manifesting for you is that you're getting almost no sleep, which yep. <laughs> is hard enough on its own. And then also, of course, you're dealing with a tremendous grief and shock over the sudden death of your cousin. Uh, and then you lose your job. So I can't even, can you talk to us a little bit? Do you recall, like, what was the narrative that was going on in your head at this time? Like, what were you telling yourself about the events that you were experiencing? Well, initially with my cousin, it was really looking at death and reflecting what that means. And I couldn't let go of the fact because I literally made plans with her. I was supposed to see her a couple of days after she passed. And I was like, I don't understand. We were supposed to see each other. Like, I can't let that go. And so I've always had a sense of intuition. I always felt things. I always saw things. Um, It scared me. It completely scared me where I through like as a childhood teenager and as an adult I was like I don't want to see this stuff like go away I don't want to like be a part of this Mm. (laughs) I don't want this like I was very clear like no (laughs) this says I don't want to do this nope (laughs) and then with my cousin's death I was I became curious it was really the start of my curiosity of like I couldn't let the like the notion go that I would not have a connection with her anymore. And um, she was really the seed that started it all. And um, I started just letting go. And what I started doing is um, really just writing and just talking out loud and being like, just universe, please help me. I don't know what I'm supposed to learn from this. I don't know where I'm supposed to go, please like, please guide me, please help me, please be here for me. And just speaking out loud of the direction and then things started, you know, coming in. There was like something presented itself that these women, these psychics do full moon ceremonies. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'll attend full moon ceremonies. Then I started going and I was like, I really love the shifts of energy. Like what's happening here? And then... I was very interested and I was going to them monthly, enjoying that um, aspect of things. And I was like, "Hmm, I wonder what crystals, like I've always been fascinated with crystals. Let's learn a little bit more how they vibrate with their frequencies and what they bring forward. And that was great. And then my son started having nightmares, like night terrors. And he was able at this point to express simple words. And I felt the energy in his room shift. And I was like, oh, doesn't feel good in here and you know the the little that I knew so I was like clearing the space which means I was just you know saying um putting um I had Paula Santos I was clearing the space and saying positive things and I was like god I can't get this out like what's going on and he would tell me in his during his terrors that he could see mama I see mama I see and um I felt it I couldn't see it so I was like 
okay, I know what he's like. There's something here. And I spoke to a friend of mine and I mentioned it. She's like, oh, I know somebody. I'll hook you up with so-and-so. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and I told my husband and my husband's like, okay, sure. And <laughs> All right, really, honey, whatever you yeah. want. Yeah, do whatever you want. Um, and so when she came in, um, initially we spoke through text and she she just uh, said, oh, I'm going to clear the space for you in your home and so forth. And she did it. And I said, nope, it's not working. My son still has nightmares. He's still saying he could see. Anyway, the third time around, she's like, do you mind if I come to your home? And I said, absolutely, please come. And that was the first moment in my life where when she came in, I was just like, I want to, I want to learn more. Like, what is this? Mm. She came in, um, she used a pendulum, which I was getting familiar with too. And she was using it while clearing the energy of our house and our rooms. And then she would look at actual furniture, pieces of art. And I love myself like going to antique shops, you know, collecting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, um, there was like one particular thing that she focused on, which was not something I picked up. It was my husband and I did not like it, but I was like, oh, fine, sure. It's like, you know, you got to make space for your husband's things too. That's true. <laughs> so we put up um, this painting and she came in and she's like, ooh, I don't know. And I always used to get this from whenever I met mystics, healers, people that were really in tune with their, um, with their intuitive spirit of basically, they always, whenever they looked at me, they're like, ooh, do you know what potential and gifts you have? And I'd be like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm like, That's I don't know so what that means. <laughs> so other people could see it in you. Yeah, but I never understood what that meant because they're like you have such great gifts and it would be from every, like different countries I would be and I would be stopped by people and they'd be like you you have such amazing gifts do you know what you're capable of and I'm like uh nope <laughs> like, I'm just trying to get to the museum <laughs> wow that's incredible so she was so nice that she was like, you're going to help me. And I was like, okay, sure. And she's like, you know what to do. She's like, you just need to follow your gut, your instinct, whatever you want to call it. She's like, just follow it. Just go with it. And I was like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> but you do. You, the thing is, you do know you're just scared and you're just like, oh, those little gut feelings that you get, the little chills that you get, that's that's your spirit talking. That's your intuition trying to get in there and being like, hey, pay attention. Um, so we touched this painting and she was like, okay, you're going to touch it and you're going to work the energy out of it because there's a lot of negative imprinted energy on it. What that means is basically sometimes like everything has energy, right? And gives off energy. So even a piece of furniture, if it's sitting in a room 
where people are screaming, shouting, being abusive, being rude, that furniture, that piece is imprinting that energy into it. It's absorbing all of that. Hmm. When somebody else goes to buy it, you're essentially putting that energy in your home. And you might not know first, you may notice like little shifts of like, oh, that's weird. Something feels off. Something doesn't feel right. But that's just like, just vibrating that energy that it knows. It doesn't know better, right? So it's just putting that out there. And so um, (laughs) we did the same with the painting. So I'm holding the painting and I'm like, okay, she's doing her pendulum during the clearing. Essentially, she's she's putting loving, kind energy into the painting now and giving it permission to let go of that, that negativity, that heaviness that it's attracted and allowing it and giving it that space to just be free and let go. And this is that it no longer serves its, um, this space anymore. So she's doing her thing with the pendulum and I shit, you know, my painting moves like literally like you know, it pops out. And I see the energy literally leave. And I was like, but for the first time in my life, I wasn't scared. I was fascinated. I was like, if I needed proof, obviously I needed because I'm that type of person. Um, There it was. It was in front of my eyes. She was nowhere near that painting because she was standing right beside me. She was instructing me to do the work. And I saw like it just come out and leave and it was yeah my like for me that was like whoa (laughs) so so and this is like you did this I did that yeah Yeah. like this is my power wow I was like that was me and she was holding space for me to do that she was guiding me and I was like and she was like okay yeah it's done and she was like as if nothing happened (laughs) wow it's like, like okay so moving on <laughs> <laughs> when I hear you describe this time in your life what the word that keeps coming into my mind is surrender yeah. does that resonate with you in terms of like your approach or what you were feeling yeah as you were trying to explore this gift that you oh you said you always knew you had this but you were actively um dissuading it like like you you didn't want to engage in the past right yeah totally absolutely the word surrender and trust and I Mm. would say like just lead like I I fully trust I'm in trust of this whatever is going to happen like I want to learn I want to grow and when you just let go of those things like the um pretty much the ego um when you just let go and let yourself be all these things start happening where and you start opening up your senses as well right you start listening so we have the five senses of you know um seeing tasting hearing smelling touching and then I discovered that in the spirit world we tap into clairs so there is um clairvoyance which is clear seeing so you may see actual visions paths in your mind's eye 
essentially your third eye, which is related, third eye is related to the um, seven chakras, which are your um, energy points in our body that affect our physical and emotional well-being. So yeah, using your clairs and there's clairvoyance, clairseeing. I'm just going to go through this so that if people want to tap into that, because that was my first really just sitting with things and tapping into that. So mm -hmm. yes, please. So clairvoyance, clear seeing, you can, you can have visions. I sometimes see written words or I see images. Um, it's, it's really cool. Like for me, I, literally sometimes like just get a word and I see it and I'm just like, okay. Um, there's clear audience, which is clear hearing. So you hear words, sounds, sometimes you hear music, someone's speaking to you. Um, that's one other clear, clear sentience. Um, that's clear feeling. And you could feel the person or the spirits, emotion, I sometimes can feel the physical pain that they've gone through, where they felt it or where they're going through. Um, and for me, even I get um, like clear sentience for when I'm on the right path or something is right, I get chills. So that mm -hmm. to me is my cue of knowing and basically like the chills or your gut feeling, whatever it is that you get. For me, that's my cue of like, I'm on the right direction. This is what spirit wants me to say to that person. Yep. We're on the right area. So I get those chills that, yep, we're, we're there. We're in that space where we need to be. Mm -hmm. There's clear aliens and that's clear smelling. Um, so sometimes you could smell the cooking. There's a particular, cooking smell that you could comes up for you or like if the person was a florist maybe there's the scent of flowers that come up or if they were a smoker you could smell that scent of smoke or a particular perfume that might resonate with the person um there's clear gustans which is clear tasting and you you can actually taste in your mouth um, as if you're actually eating it um mm. whatever that specific food or um, whatever that specific food is. And then there's clear cognizance, which is clear knowing It literally just like it's, it's pieces of information that I guess the best way to describe it is pieces of information that pop into my mind from spirit. It's like a premonition. Boom, 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 boom. They just pop into your head. Anyway. Can, can I ask you something? Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm thinking as I'm listening to you here. So how do you understand our ability generally as humans to tap into this or these six senses? Like, meaning, do you believe that all of us have the ability to tune in and pick up on these senses to some degree? Or is it something that only some of us like for example you have the ability to access no I, I strongly believe that we are all able to tap into um, these clairs and this information that comes through it's just a matter of some of us are 
I feel like our soul's purpose, our blueprint is that we may be better at it or stronger at it than others, but it doesn't mean you can't develop that strength and tap into it. Just like with, you know, I'm not great with playing any instruments, but I know that if I continue and practice, I'll get there. I'm not going to be the next Chopin or anything, but I'm going to play. I'm Mm going to do it well, but I'm not going to, I know I'm not going to be that expert level. So that's how I feel about um, us tapping into our intuition and being guided. We all can tap into those clairs. Absolutely. And it's a matter of tapping into different ways of getting there. Just um, maybe it's through, you know, meditation, um, visualizing, maybe it's working with a spiritual, spiritual um, guide that can help you connect to that part of yourself, but really just you sitting on your own, just like you have your five senses of like being able to taste, uh, which most of us can taste, see, hear, smell, or touch. That's how you develop the other clairs as well. And just being open to it, just sitting and just being like, you know, I really, let's let's practice, for example, clairvoyance, right? Clear seeing. So let's sit with it. And I want to be able to see, to see whether it's, what do you want to see? Do you want to see the aura around something? Do you want to see like the energy that it radiates? So just being specific or open and just sitting with it really. And um, yeah, and just Mm -hmm. asking those questions and being open. Like I need universe, like help me out here. I want to help me sister out universe. Yeah, (laughs) totally. So, so you, so it's a capacity we can develop these capacities like any other capacity is what you're saying. And Uh, yeah. And is that, is that part of the work that you do or Ursula, are you, you help people who, want to be able to tap in to yeah. or or enhance their ability to tap in yeah. to these additional senses yeah for some of the work that i do with people when they um they're working with me on an ongoing basis they really want to hone in on their own intuition and guidance and spirits direction and so we work through that and we work um during our sessions i get messages of how spirit may work with them or how th- what they could do to help them reach that experience and have that connection with spirit because the information that comes from spirit, the best way I could describe it is like, um, it's like radio waves and it's, and it's, and spirit is continuously around and is throwing us information at it. And when you're ready to tune in, you could tune into that frequency And then you both exchange the information. But the problem is, you know, we're at different frequencies. So connecting and trying to understand sometimes who you get and who's guiding you. And, you know, they're not speaking at the right frequency. So it's just not the right, sorry, a different frequency. So it's just learning to adapt and basically tune your dial to try to understand what they're saying. Um they're trying to communicate to you whether it's you know direction or a message to somebody else Mm -hmm. um yeah it's it's interesting (laughs) 
Well, and, and so as I'm listening to you, I was asking myself, like, well, two things come to mind. I'm curious, what are the ways in which you facilitate this process for your clients? I don't know if you can talk a little bit about your methods. For sure. Um, yeah. And, and the other question I have, which I might touch on this, is I imagine fear might be a common reason why people... Uh, aren't tapping into their sixth sense as much as we can or may want to. And is that true in, in your experience in the work that you do? Or, or what are the other sources of resistance? For sure. I think fear is number one. I mean, I had it. I was the first one to be like, hell no, I don't want to see this. I don't want to feel like get away from me. Like I would literally communicate that. Like, I don't know what you're trying to do, but I'm not interested. I'm not the person for you. And so um, <clears throat> what shifted for me is the understanding that I'm in full control of the energy and the space that's around me. Nobody, no energy, nothing can hurt me unless I give that leeway and permission to do so. Mm. Well, I have to be the one setting my boundaries. So just as with people, I'm setting those boundaries with people that you know my guides or um or with people that have passed on that want to communicate I have those clear boundaries I don't communicate um and I chose this like I serve my purpose and it's tapping into service as well that was the biggest thing to me like service even though I might be scared or like something I'm like oh my god am I going to give the right thing or I'm going to say the right thing tapping into the service and knowing this is not about you. Mm. This is so much greater than me. This, this, I'm just like the person in between that's trying to liaise the information for others. Like the, that's what helped me um, really tap into that fear, knowing that this is higher than me and there's information that needs to be shared and I'm in control. I have those boundaries that I've set and I'm in control of my energy and my space. And I put a blessing and a prayer around me. I always, when I start, I have, um, with the sessions, I put a blessing and a protection and I ask for guidance. So that's always my start to any um, sessions that I begin with anybody. And yeah, the number one thing is that changed for me is knowing that I can't be hurt. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm so glad you described that and you described it so beautifully because I do think that, and, and I'll just speak for myself because I'm on a, on a journey of, of really um, acknowledging, you know, that I'm a, I'm a vibrational being living in a vibrational universe and, and what that means and, uh, you know, learning how to tune in and tap into my own energy and, and my ability to, um, you know, uh, 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 use my intuition more heavily and sense other people's energy. So, uh, but I do love, I know for me, like part of what can feel overwhelming to me at times, it's like, Oh, what am I opening a door to here? Like that I'll lose control of it. And I, and I love how you described that, you know, we have the power to set the boundaries and take in as much or as little as we want. Um, and I really, it's very 
profound to me that you were able to connect and utilize service and that value of service to both overcome your fear and enhance and develop your gifts, right? Because I do, it's one of the common themes in all the women that I, I get the privilege to speak with on, on She Inspired. It's like most of us on our journeys to following our inspiration have contended with fear at some moment, if not many moments, right? Mm-hmm. Fear of the unknown, fear of, you know, what we're going to lose if we start to, listening to that voice and following that path, right? But it's one of the things that always like, or I'll say consistently moves us forward is when we're able to recognize like the value of service in us stepping into our true power and really following that path. Um, that, as you said, it's so much bigger than us and that by denying it, we're not just harming ourselves, we're denying the world of our gifts and the world needs us. Absolutely. Yeah. And then you're going to get more nudges if you don't listen to your. You're going to get a little bit more nudges if you're going the wrong way. <laughs> so it's, it's also futile yeah. is what you're saying. I like that. I really believe that we have a blueprint of what we are meant to do. And it may shift throughout our experience and our life um, in our physical spaces. We're here. But I truly believe it's like a roadmap that, you know, we're trying to reach X and some of us may take longer um, to reach that um, destination than others. And, you know, it's not a straight for some, it might be, yeah, it might be just a straight path for some. It might take, you know, a few detours, but we're always reaching that sole purpose and don't we feel so much better when we're doing what we love like we feel so much lighter we feel like there's so much more joy and even if there's like work and learning there's a lot of attachment to that there's it feels good yeah and i and i asked you this ursula and then i got you off in another direction but i would like to circle back on your methods on how you do what you do. Could, can you describe to us a little bit about how you work sure. with people? Um, basically each of my session is very different from one another. And sometimes even if I prep for it, I'm like, okay, we're, I'm gonna tune in, I'm gonna do this. we're gonna work on that. And then I sit down and I'm led by spirit. What that means, I literally allow um, spirit to guide me what is best for that individual at this time. And, and that also makes it easier because that puts the pressure of me. <laughs> I just allow myself yeah. to tune in yeah. and be the channel of communication for that individual. So what my typical sessions look like is um we come in, I explain what I do and that, you know, sometimes people come in and they want um, maybe a validation of somebody coming through or they need to hear um, X, Y, and Z. And sometimes they don't get that. And they're like, oh, this was not it. This is not it. And I'm saying this because I've been the one there. So I'm just speaking from experience myself. But then you realize a couple days or a week, a few weeks later that um, that it's actually what you needed to hear or see at that moment. 
essentially when we meet, I'm connecting and bringing you to your higher self and I'm connecting with spirit and the guides and information coming through. So um, as I mentioned, I start with a prayer. I, I do a blessing and a protection and I ask for guidance and help. And then I ask what the person's intention is first. I want to make sure that their voice and their information is heard and that their answers um, are also um, welcomed. Their questions, sorry, are welcomed and that they are provided with some answers. Um, and yeah, then we, I have three different sessions that I offer at the beginning when I first meet with clients and it's, there's just a simple energy session, which is looking at unblocking any stuck energy and, and um, working with your seven chakras. Um, mind you, I do believe there are more than seven chakras, but that's a completely different topic. Um, <laughs> but we work with the seven, which people are most commonly aware of, and we unblock that information. And I work really with my guides, that person guides, I work with angels, I work with archangels, I work with ascended masters. I allow and bring that space. I hold space for that session, for the healing, for the energy to come through and for that person to get what they need to get at that time. And so um, how I do that and how I've learned to do that is through writing, meditation, and um, working with uh, different mentors from different walks of life. Like I, I worked with a psychic, I worked with the Cree medicine woman in some of my mystic courses. I worked with various different people because I want to understand the different modalities that they know and how I can help people tap into their higher self and help them provide them that space to unblock and release Oh, well, and I love that it's um, so tailored. It's not surprising when I think about it, but I love that your approach is to really like, you know, have the person be able to set the intention for the session so that they're, you know, you're guiding them to get the answers mm -hmm. that they're looking for versus it being a process that is like, you know, being applied to them. And it sounds like you're, what you bring to your sessions is a, is a, into your work is a, is a combination of, you know, your own personal tuning in, like your own ability to tune into to spirit and to your own gifts coupled with the different training that you're doing and um, mentoring, you know, mentoring uh, with other leaders in the space to learn the different, as you said, modalities and um, kind of bling, bring that blend to Absolutely, your own practice. Yeah. And the work, the more we work together, the more we create, you know, um, a vision of what that person wants to achieve or reach. And then we evolve, you know, it just depends what that person needs at that time. Sometimes people come just for that one session. And then after a few months, they're like, you know what, let's do it again. Let's see what else we could get, where we could, um, where we could go from here. Or some people like to have a very structured, um, setting with me where we meet X amount of times every couple of weeks so that we know, and this is what we're working on and they have a vision of what they want to achieve and do. And so um, right now it's very open. Eventually 
I do want to create a program where it's, you know, um, helping women connect to all this work and spirituality, but also goal setting where they're achieving and um, providing that tactical support that they need to reach those milestones. So it's a combination of working mm-hmm. with <clears throat> spirit and them tapping into their inner self. Because at the end of the day, that's that's what I want. I want people to learn more about this and connect and um, and grow and be the best versions of themselves. And, you know, it starts with ourselves. And I think the first thing that I was, was even um, eye-opening for me is like the thoughts, regardless of what their content, they first enter our system as energy. And our body reacts to that, whether it's negative or positive, our bodies vibrate and hold on to that, right? And so um, sometimes our bodies responds emotionally before even the brain, right? So you hear a loud noise and your body is the first one to respond, not the brain. So it's so important for me to understand the mind setting and how that works as well. And not only um, the energy of um, the body, but the energy of the words that you see or hear and how that has an impact on your body as well. So I'm curious, Ursula, how much belief building do you need to do with your clients? Meaning when people come to see you, are they pretty much bought in or are you still dealing with skeptics where you have to kind yeah, of make I your get case? Both. And I'm open to that. And it's absolutely fine because I was the biggest skeptic. Like I would actually go to sessions or meet with people and have these wonderful um, ceremonies. And then I would start to question everything. And I'd be like, well, sure, they got this right, but they didn't get this right. They didn't, and I would tear it apart. And yeah, I would just be like, yeah, mm, I don't know about this. And so what I've learned though, um, when I walked into a session, just being open and just dropping that ego and just not getting into my mind and just listening for what it is, then I found the information resonated with me more than I found that, um, you know, yeah, for sure. Sometimes people misinterpret things that come from spirit, you know, it's, it happens. I don't think anybody in there is a hundred percent where they communicate with spirit and are like, this is the translation that's happened. There are going to be mistakes. And as you're growing and learning, you're tapping into um, different ways that, you know, spirit communicates or a past loved one that comes through, they are figuring out how to communicate with my style of learning and their style. So it's, we need to meet each other uh, on a playing field. So things may not always be a hundred percent, but I truly believe there's always information that comes through for somebody that needs to come through at that moment. And so, um, I do have people that are skeptics that come in and all I ask is that just, they be open to that information 
I do record the sessions for them because sometimes things take time to integrate or the met like some of the clarity comes through a couple of days or a couple weeks or even months later. So they have that to just kind of lean back on and review. But I always say, just lean into it. Just lean in, um, be open and just see what happens. And yeah, and some of these individuals that I've had wonderful clients that were pretty skeptical and they were very open with it. They're like, uh, I don't know about this, <laughs> but they're curious. So there's something mm-hmm. there. They're already coming to me because they're curious. There's something that guided them to me. They wouldn't have come to me if they weren't curious or they they're searching or looking for something. Right. And it's just a matter of finding what that is for them. And um, and being open to listening yeah. when that information comes through. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and, and that leads me to my next question, which is how people who are listening to this, and I love what you said, like everyone, we hear what we need to hear in the moment, right? I'm, I'm a firm believer that the universe brings us information at the time, the perfect time that we need it. And that, um, you know, everything that's happening to us is meant to be happening mm-hmm. in the moment in time that it is. And so people who are listening to this, I believe there are some who will be feel called to uh, explore this work more within themselves and they would want to reach out to you. So what's the best way for people to connect um, with you? Best way is either through my Instagram handle, a pop of gold, or just email me a pop of gold at gmail.com. And um, that's how I've been communicating with um, people right now. Yeah. Awesome. Amazing. Well, Ursula, thank you so much. I know I've learned so much listening to you. I've got like a whole page of notes. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm going to be following up with you because as I alluded to earlier, this is a, an area of work in my life mm-hmm. that I'm committed to exploring more. Uh, so I'd love to talk more about doing that with you. And um, I'm really excited for our listeners to be able to catch that spark as well thank you so much for sharing so openly about your experience and your gifts and um thank you thank you for having me well you've reached the end of yet another episode of she inspired i love how ursula describes that with her service like any other really Uh, we get out what we put in. So if we go into it with an open mind, if we go into it with a willingness to receive, then we will. And if we don't, we won't. And I just keep thinking about her description uh, with the picture. I mean, how cool would it be to see that energy flying right off the frame like that? Ah, so neat. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed that episode. And if you did, I really appreciate you subscribing and giving me a rating and a review for this podcast. Stay tuned. I'll be back in a couple of days with another episode of She Inspired.